podcast for witches, intersectional feminists, and Wiccans alike with a focus on current events, witchcraft, paganism, and life as a person of color, aka my day-to-day life. Before we get started, just some basic housekeeping. If I research something or have done research, it will be cited on the blog post with the corresponding title. I will be using the terms Wiccan, Pagan, and Witch interchangeably, but only in reference to myself because I identify with all of these titles. This does not imply that they are the same thing. And I love being able to make my podcast and blog for you all, but this podcast will sometimes contain ads to help me pay for necessities in college. If you would like to support me and my work and minimize the need for ads, please go to anchor.fm slash Wiccantations and hit the support button. Starting at as little as 99 cents per month, you can subscribe and help me financially. Any donations are greatly appreciated. Thank you. This is a tea and tarot episode. This means that I will be talking about anything related to reading and or interpreting tarot cards. Blessed be, beautiful people. It's that time again. It's been past that time again. But it is that time for me to sit and talk about how I failed in the terms of keeping up with the schedule. But I'm trying. We're, we're trying right now. Sorry, shuffling my cards. Um... How's life been for me? It's been, what, about a month since I last posted an episode, which is a little sad. But you know, that's fine. You gotta do what you gotta do. I've committed to a school. Um, had a very hard revelation about my friends, because you know, sometimes you make friends with good people that care about you very well as a person, but don't really care about you in the different aspects of your identity. Um, so in my case, I came to the realization that they were very good to me as a friend, but weren't very good to me as a black friend. And in terms of, you know, just understanding how my identity as a black person and as someone who is dark skin, so, and therefore does not have dark, light skin privilege, affects how I go, you know, throughout the world and how I carry myself. And so, at some point, I'm going to have to sit them down and have a conversation about that, which I'm not looking forward to under any circumstances, because, you know, it's very, very difficult. And then, I my school has this thing called Kente Cloth, which is basically a graduation for, um, you know, for black seniors or seniors who elect to enter in this, into the school's Black Alumni Association. I'm not a crier. I'm not a very emotional crier. Like, when it comes to emotional things, I'm the kind of person that, like, I'll get teary-eyed. I may get water. My eyes may get watery. I'll get emotional, but I won't really, like, full-on cry-cry. Like, tears will not escape my eyes, except for maybe one or two. Oh, my goodness. My friend read... What part of the ceremony is that, like, an underclassman will pick a senior to read, to talk about? as they receive the cloth, so you kind of, like, get to hear what kind of impact you had on the community yourself. My friend talked about me, 
and we were bawling. The whole room was bawling. It, it was an everyone was crying kind of situation. It was both beautiful and heartbreaking simultaneously because I'm a senior and she's a sophomore and just like, you know, realizing that we're going to be parting ways and we're going to be very, very far apart for the next few months and that we won't be able to really see each other in person. I can't go and track her down in person. And generally, like, when I have, like, oh, I need time with my black friends, like, she's the person I go to find, she's the person I go to, because I know I can have that feeling, and I can have that safe space to her, and I know she has basically the same thing for me, and she also comes to me for, like, advice and things like that. So the fact that we can't be there for each other in a physical capacity is hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah, I just have to breathe through that. But anyway, this is a tarot episode about discovering your path. I received a lovely question from Rick. I want to say Rick. I don't know how long ago. I'm so, so sorry this episode is coming so late. My schedule has been a hot mess. Okay, not even a hot mess, a hot mess. Um, so I'm finally getting around to it, and I'm so sorry about that again. Because this is about making sure the path you've chosen is right for you. Um, I think what I'm gonna do is like a, how do I explain it? Like a, like a four card spread. Cause I think there are so many directions that you can take, but basically it's mainly about the four cardinal points and in what direction do you want to take in that way. Um, this is another one that I'm kind of coming up with on the spot, but I think that's okay. Um, so kind of like assessing like both just like in which general direction do you need to be pointing to. And then also... How those directions interact with the elements. I don't know much about the meanings of like north versus south specifically in pagan things and things like that. But I do know about it in terms of the elements and how I'm going to be interpreting it is also in terms of the elements. So what will ground you, what will be like passing over you, what will either bring you drive or bring you anger kind of thing. Um, so that's, that's, yeah, that's the path we're going to take about that for this. That's how I'm feeling right now and what I think is the best. So let's get started. I'm going to take a few seconds to ground myself, to remember that this is not for me. This is for someone else. This is to embrace the aspects of their identity and their journey. So to remember to pass on that energy and that intuition to the cards. And to stop and breathe. And think about how I don't know any everything about this situation. And I don't know everything about how this person is feeling. Or which way they may be subconsciously leaning. 
And also a quick disclaimer to you guys is to remember that the cards, in my personal opinion, and in the way I read them, are not foolproof. They can be wrong, they can be right, they can be partially correct, they can be partially incorrect. That's the same thing. Anyways, point is, is that, like, this is not, like, this is, it's not, like, telling you, like, it's not exactly what will happen in the future, because the only thing that you know for, like, concrete assurances of is like you will die but even then with the way science has been developing you may not you know but just like the point is is that everything's constantly changing and there's so many things that can be that can affect how your life progresses that you can't take something and then just only function within that you know rigidity so if this is like very, if I end up seeing something that's completely opposite of what you want to hear, you know, you need to take that with a grain of salt. Maybe it's just like a, the cards are like, make sure, maybe this is the card's way of saying like, no, this is the wrong path for you. Maybe this is their way of saying, we're only going to show you things you're not looking for. So you remember to be cautious and take your time, you know, so there are different ways that this can be processed and this can be interpreted so it's always good to to um you know keep that in mind okay i'm just gonna shuffle a little more and as i shuffle air in the east you carry us you lift our wings and you carry us where we want to go into where we need to be. You provide us the spirit, you lift our spirit, you lift us up into the sky and you bring us home, you bring us to the sun. But you also must remind us, and as you lift us up, we must also remember to not be Icarus, to not take your skills for granted and to encourage, embrace you and encourage you in the ways that is needed. I call you to our circle to bring light and to lift up this person's journey in the correct path they should be taking. Water, you wash over us, you cleanse us, but you also break us. You carry us on your, you carry our ships to where they need to go. You point us in the right direction. And sometimes that journey is smooth and sometimes that journey is tumultuous and rocky. But you carry us to where we are truly meant to go anyway. And that is part of your pur- just one part of your purpose. So, water, I call you to the circle asking you to carry this message in the way that it needs to be heard. Fire, you burn things. You are our passion and yet you are also our anger. You remind us of what we believe in, but you are also what we do not like to see fire i invite you into this circle i call you here to either lift up his past lift up the passions or um bring forth you know the proper emotions that need to be channeled right now earth you ground us and settle us you bring us back down and you mind us of where we came from you are our roots earth i call you to the circle asking you to ground this journey and remind us of where 
of the past and where we have been coming from in order to better understand where we need to be. Finally, Spirit, I call you to the circle. You will not be represented in the cards today. And for me personally, I believe that is the correct choice because your spirit is what you need to be creating this choice based off of. And that spirit needs to be free from influence even of the cards. So, Spirit, I call you to the circle and I ask you guide us, you show us that true glow, that red string of fate, the true path that we should be taking right now. Okay, I'm going to shuffle the cards a couple more times and then we're going to get started. <laughs> also, if you guys would like a tarot ASMR episode, let me know. I'm going to remember to start posting on my Instagram again. We're going to get it together. Um, but I don't know. It just amuses me because some of these sounds are just like really soothing in a way. That makes sense because it's just comforting to hear them. I don't know. I just kind of like the sounds of shuffling the cards. At least the way I shuffle them. Okay. Now we lay the four cards down going in the order of the circle starting with air moving to water air in the east water in the south fire in the west and finally earth in the north ah uh-huh. <laughs> sorry i watch game of thrones so in the north right now kind of just thinking about it just amuses me it makes me think about just like john snow and all that good stuff but I also need to know what to do with my hair. Um, anyways, this is a completely separate issue. Black hair problems. Alright. Let me take a quick picture. This is a new setup because I'm using a stool. And you can see all the lovely ground beneath it. Which is not what we want. But, you know, it's fine. Wait, I should take a square photo. Sorry. I'm like... Trying to do two things at once right now. Okay. So I'm gonna hopefully remember to post this on my Instagram. So then you can also refer back to it there in a more visual sense, but um, I don't think I'll be putting in the meanings of the cards there. I'll put like a more di- a digitized version of the spread that's more stylized. I'll put in um, the backs of the cards, and then I'll put in the fronts of the cards, but I don't think I'll include meanings, but I'll probably write in, like, a conclusion of what I've pulled from this, because, you know, it's an Instagram caption, and I don't think people are going to read that much, so first thing I draw, ooh, ten of swords, 88 to 89. Oh, as a reminder, uh, the book I will be basing my readings off of is What the F is Tarot and How Do I Do It by Backer Wintner, um, owner of Everyday Magic with illustrations by Autumn Whitehurst. Just so you know. What did I say? 88 89? 
Oh, no, just passed it. Hold on. There we go. Oh, all right. Ten of swords. I'm dead. How can you be dead? You're still breathing. Your brain is formulating the thought that you're dead. Well, it's settled. You're not dead. Stuff sucks. You're at an all-time low, but you are unequivocally still alive. Now, where are we? Looking around, I'd say we're at the bottom. You failed to heed the warnings of the earlier swords, instead charging ahead in your victimization and self-sabotage and dishonesty, and have eviscerated yourself in the process. You murder yourself with your thoughts. Are you done yet? Maybe I sound harsh, but the good news about my unforgiving attitude toward this card is that things aren't as bad as they seem. With the swords, only you can turn things around, and maybe it didn't seem bad enough to acknowledge the necessity of doing so until now. It can be humiliating to accept that we've done this to ourselves, but to do so is the first step toward meaningful change. All the advice you didn't take, the help you didn't ask for, support you didn't seek out, get on that. This is the end of something, but it's not the end of you. Cut your losses, learn from your mistakes, and accept the bitter but crucial lesson of humility this card teaches us. There's nowhere to go but up, my friend. I think... The way to take this is basically that, like, in your journey, in your decision, there's something in you has already told you what you needed to hear, and you may have been ignoring it, whether it's about, like, whether or not you want to work with deities or whether or not you specifically want to be on the path of magic at all. But somewhere, I think, in this spiritual journey and in this process... There's been a message that you've been receiving that you haven't been listening to. And I think that's now cropping up and coming back to bite you. So your spirit has not, your journey hasn't been being brought up. It's been going down. So I think you need to somehow find a way to remove that weight of these ten swords to move forward. And to do that, you need to acknowledge whatever it has been that you've been ignoring. Next card, the lovers, and this is in, oh, sorry, and the ten of swords was in the position of air, so the lovers is in the position of water. Uh, Let me just find it. That's my bookmark. Emperor, Hierophant, lovers. Okay. Believe in a love that is being stored up for you like an inheritance. And have faith that in this love there is a strength and a blessing so large that you can travel as far as you wish without having to step outside it. Rainer Maria Roque, Letters to a Young Poet. Union, completion, generosity choice equals ease radiance connection bliss supported intimacy alignment harmony travel and ambivalence so i think in the position of water this is where you need to be going the interesting part about this is that this very much opposes your ten of swords So either that means, so there's a couple of ways, as we haven't seen the rest of the cards, there's, I don't know what they are going to say, 
So depending on how this goes, if it ends up being an even split, I may end up drawing a fifth card to see how that goes. Or there may be like two main prongs, so to speak, of your spiritual journey, one of which is going very right and the other of which you've been neglecting or ignoring or has been going very wrong. And that and may, it may not even relate to your spiritual journey. Maybe that like spiritually you're doing great and you're doing exactly what you need to, but something in your personal life or your physical or how you've been taking care of yourself on a physical sense is affecting your journey spiritually. So I'm not sure which one of these it is, but it's something and it's something to think about overall. So I'm going to keep flipping and we'll see where this goes. Next we have in the position of earth, uh, sorry, not in the position of earth, in the position of fire, the three of wands. Three of wands, looking ahead, you were standing in the middle of something that you've made and it's good. You did a thing. There's beauty inside it. And yet, you kind of want to take a sledgehammer to the edges of it to make room for more. The Three of Wands allows us to see what something can become. The desire for expansion this card brings with it is not connected to selfishness or greed or ego. It is born of a transformative desire that is distinctly divine. In readings, I see this card connected to flashes of clarity or clairvoyance, where for a moment, space and time fold in on themselves and allow us to glimpse something more. It is also time to re-examine plans we've made that we cannot visualize coming to pass. I just can't see it has merit here. In the Three of Wands, there is a strong possibility we've outgrown something. Do not postpone renovating your house for fear of the temporary disarray of construction. This is not a time for complacency. Follow your desire to lean into the unknown. Instinctively, take time to appreciate what you've manifested so far. While having a corporate job wasn't my ultimate path, I needed to first get that job in order to realize I didn't want it. Do not diminish the things you've outgrown because it was that very thing that allowed you to grow than outgrow in the first place. And this is in the position of passion. So I think what the way I'm taking this reading as so far is that like, Yes, you're making moves in the right direction and you're on the correct journey. So that's nice. And that's being told in the fact, in the passion position, in the fire position with the three of wands that like you need to be looking ahead and that's where things should be for you. With the lover, with the lovers, the major arcana and how much weight that carries because of major arcana in the position of water, I feel like that also reinforces um your your journey and how it's correct like i think of the fire card as like emotionally i'm in the right place and i'm bringing the right energy to this journey like you're not approaching this energy from a negative perspective or from an apathetic perspective you're bringing in the correct energy that it needs to have the lovers, because in the water position, I take this as like you are being steered in the right direction. So like when you look at your compass, you're going in the right way. And this is a good journey for you and it's a good bond. So maybe there's 
if you have a partner or partners um, that they may be on this journey with you or you may want to involve them in this journey with you. So it may you may need to look at that aspect, but it's a good sign in that aspect, I think. Or it may just be like you and this path you're on are in a relationship and it's a good relationship and it's healthy and it's moving forward. But I think I we still have to see the earth card for what it says about the past. But I think that ten of swords is either a fluke or it's like while all these things are going right, there's something fundamental that's going wrong. There's something that's not giving you as much of a positive energy reinforcement as it should be right now and that's what you need to figure out and that's what you need to look at let's move on to the last card which is the six of swords six of swords 86 understandable Okay, Six of Swords, ghosting the haters. <laughs> Maybe the situation isn't resolved. Maybe it still sings. Maybe you haven't fully recovered, but it's still time to bounce. Not every ending comes with a neat bow and a sense of closure. Sometimes there is wisdom in giving up, and this is one of those times. We are not ghosting because we don't want to deal, but rather we cannot stay in this environment without continuing to hurt ourselves. The Six of Swords calls us to move away from the path with the promise of clarity and abundance ahead. And in this card, we are already on the way out. We are no longer stuck with the haters, nor are we standing victoriously on the other side. Disarming the sword's ability to harm us is a task of this card, and sometimes that means dropping them altogether. While lightness and relief may accompany abandoning the weight, the transition the Six of Swords facilitates is not without sacrifice. There is a period of years where I did not speak to anyone in my family. To stay in a relationship with them was destroying me. I didn't doubt that this was a decision that I needed to make for myself, but it also meant wrestling with impossible, shame-inducing questions about my duty as a daughter and a sister. Oftentimes, this card will show up as a sign of travel or taking physical distance in order to gain perspective. Another possibility of the Six of Swords is the achievement of mental harmony and experiencing delight at the fruits of our intellect. I think, yeah, so I think what this is carrying to, the, what the cards are showing to me and based on of how I see them and how I interpret them is that, like, a lot of your journey is going where it needs to be, is doing what it should be, right? Is um, embracing the energies that should be coming. But there's something holding you back and that's something is 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 pinning you down and it's not stopping you from truly getting where you need to be it's like if you started a boat but your rope was still tied to the dock so like your your boat is still can, is moving forward to a certain point and it's moving forward for a certain length of time but once that you reach that tugging that's going to stop you from truly going where you need to be and I think that's what's cropping up right now you're you're at that point and that rope is pulling you back and you need to find a way to address that and to reckon with it. Uh, yeah, and that's about 30 minutes. Wow. Um, I think I covered everything. 
So yeah, so in the position, just to recap a little, in the position of air, which is like how high are you going in this trajectory and like your spiritual needs and that kind of thing, if that makes sense, is the ten of car- ten of swords, which means that, um, I was about to say the ten of cards, which means that it's not going direction and something's stopping you, most likely yourself. Um... In, the posi- in terms of are you going in the right direction overall, you have the lovers, which says that, yes, you are going in the right direction. This is the trajectory you want to be taking. Um, in terms of are you passionate about what you're doing? Is this the right feeling? Are you getting the right feelings out of this? Not necessarily related to what you're putting in. And that's a firm yes with a three of wands. And then in terms of like how your past is carrying you, you are leaving it behind and you're moving forward and that's a part of your journey. Although I don't know how much without really knowing you and having more context. But yeah, that's a four card spread um, to kind of understand where you need to go. I hope that was helpful. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um... Is it coming up? One second. I think we have a holiday coming up. Maybe I'll be able to catch that one. Oh, it already passed. Beltane passed. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So we're going to cover that. I'm just going to do an episode to cover that and just backtrack it, basically. But, um, yeah, and also write a blog post about this and update it on my Patreon. So you guys can go see that and see it there. I hope this has been like a good episode and I hope I'll be able to get back into doing it more and finding time. Alright, I'm closing out this circle. Thank you to all the elements for helping, aiding in this journey and in this reading. It is important that you are there in order to truly see with a better clarity what needs to be happening um and yeah that's it for today uh merry met merry part and blessed be feel free to contact me by email at wiccantations at gmail.com or you can find me on instagram at the handle wiccantations that is spelled w i c c a N-T-A-T-I-O-N-S. If you'd like to learn more about my opinion on these topics, please visit my blog. The link is in the bio. I am doing bi-monthly anonymous tarot readings. If you would like to submit a question, please email me, DM me, or contact me through my blog with anonymous tarot reading in the subject line. If you would like to guarantee a tarot reading by paying for one, feel free to contact me for more information.